You are now listening to Redbeard Talks Redbirds, your home for all things Cardinals baseball. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Hobby Card Shop in Jupiter, Florida, located right in the heart of Abacoa, about a block down from Roger Dean Stadium. This is the go-to place for all sports lovers where you can buy and sell cards and sports memorabilia. Hobby Card Shop. Hold, collect, sell. Welcome back, Redbeard Talks Redbirds. We are on location at the Hobby Card Shop with Blake Yeager. Is that yes, how you sir? Say? You got it. Awesome. Tell me about your shop, man. This place is awesome. You know, we uh, we just opened up in August. Uh, it's been a dream of mine since I was a little kid. I've been collecting since I can remember. Uh, I've been around cards and cardinals my whole life, and it's just Love been a, a life goal to have a card shop and to open up a card shop right outside the Cardinals spring training complex. I mean, you can't beat it. We're in Jupiter, Florida. The stadium, Roger Dean Stadium, is right down the street. This is freaking awesome. It's it's pretty cool. We're, it seems like you guys are killing it. It's been it's been more than we could have ever hoped for, and uh, I think it's going to be crazy once spring training rolls around. We're almost there. We when, are. When do they start? Uh, pitchers and catchers report in two weeks. Two weeks Woo! in a day, I think. It's coming yeah, up. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. All right. Awesome. I love it. Well, so where are you from? Aren't you from the area? Same yeah, area? so... <clears throat> We are originally from Effingham, Illinois. Oh, uh, Lord. Effingham. Yep, yep. We're, we're kind of Cardinal Cub country, right, where it kind of gets divided. Uh, about an hour from St. Louis, but we, uh, we fell on the Cardinal side of the uh, Cubs cards. Good boy. Way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How long have you been, been in the area, Jupiter, here? So we moved here about five years ago. Yeah. Uh, we moved down actually during COVID. Um, I was involved with cards before, but just on a online. Okay. And, uh, one thing kind of led to another, and we're here now. I love it. I love it. Well, my dad grew up in uh, Altamont, Illinois. Oh my gosh, little bitty town. That's uh, what five miles from us. Yeah, yeah, yep. it's down the road. Yep. He grew up down there, and he told me stories. Um, listening to ball games on the radio, he'd be in the backyard and like throwing the ball up against the house and up on the roof and then he'd go catch the fly ball and things like that. That's the type of stuff I like I, I, I remember doing basically the same things in Effingham. <laughs> you probably had TV back then. You know, we did have TV, but throwing the ball on the roof and catching it coming off, I think that's, uh, I think that's every kid that played baseball. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. Well, so what's going on right now? Spring training is about to get started. I got a 40-man roster sitting here in front of me. Who are you excited about? Who are you not sure? Who are you not excited about? What do you want to see? I am excited about Mason Wynn. Okay. You know, uh, just, I think he's a shortstop of our future. <laughs> the arm he has, the talent. Uh, I think Dude's athletic. He's athletic. I think the Cardinals were wise beyond their years to bring him up, get him 130 at-bats last year, keep his rookie status. Yep. Uh, give him the opportunity to roll into this year with some experience under his belt and mm -hmm. not have to be the new kid on the block. I think I'm excited about Mason. There's a bunch of a bunch of players I'm excited about. Mason is he spent probably just about the least amount of time on the team for the guys that I am excited about. Um, but yeah, dude's athletic. I want to see how it goes. His good buddy, Jordan Walker, you know, he he's got a high ceiling. He uh, his ceiling, I mean, it, 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 his ceiling is way up there, and you know everyone complains about his defense, not his defense. But if you look at what he did throughout the year and how far he came from 
opening day to the end of the season. The strides. The strides. The strides are – they were there, and you know that's what he, he was working. He is a big dude. He's, he's athletic, and I'm sure you have. I don't know if y'all have. If y'all watch footage of this guy making throws from the outfield, it's incredible. It's incredible. And he has, he's in the 90 – he's above the 90th percentile in sprint speed, so he's a big guy, but he can move too. Uh, I think just getting these repetitions, getting more time in the outfield, he's going to – He's going to show how far he can go. All right. This here says that he is six foot six, two hundred and forty five pounds. I thought he was taller than that and heavier than that. And to move like he can move <laughs> at that size, man, he'll get Mason Winter on for his money in this oh, yeah. contest. Like, oh yeah. Six foot six guys should not be able to move like that. So it's it's impressive, and he's only twenty one years old. I'm excited to see what happens. He was able to make some adjustments this past season, even with. You know, a little bit of limited play. He went up and down once or twice. Yeah, and but he made adjustments. You know, I I applaud the Cardinals for having the wherewithal to send him down when they sent him down. I don't think most franchises would have an uber talented prospect like that and just send him down mm-hmm. after having he was hitting on the ball on the ground too much. They sent him down. He worked on it. He came back up. He wasn't hitting on the ball on the ground as much. I mean, tweaked that swing. He a tweaked bit. it, and well, it, it, I think it goes to speak to their relationship with their players yep. and how they build that and how they work on them. Yep. And, you know, this game is so mental. Very mental. And you, I mean, you have fail to have that relationship and you have to work on that constantly. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, you fail over 70% of this time and you're still a good baseball player. You're going to make the Hall of Fame if you, if you succeed 30% of the yeah. time. <laughs> it's, it's pretty incredible. Um... Goldie at first base. I mean, Duke's getting older, but he's a stud. I mean, he's, he's always going to be a stud. He takes care of his body. Yep. He and probably his biggest worth is at first base and not at the plate because of how he takes care of the infield. He catches basically every throw. Well, that he's over he's there. the captain out there now with no with no more Yadier behind the plate. Yep. I mean, he's got to be he's got to be the voice of that team. He's mm-hmm. the cornerstone. Oh yeah. Arenado's always fantastic on defense. Offense is always steady. I would love to see a little bit of an uptick. You know, and I was I was reading some stuff this winter, just talking about how he's tried to not push himself as hard in the off season. So he oh, really? Just he's not taking as many ground balls, keeping his back in better shape, I and mean, just keeping him on the field is going to be key. I would love to have some conversations with people that know. Like, are these dudes doing? Like stretching and yoga, are they going to see chiropractors? I have to believe. I have to. Yes. I have to believe. I had a customer in the other day said they were playing tennis in town the other day and hit a ball onto the other court. And Paul Goldschmidt was out there playing tennis. So feel the ground balls. They're down here <laughs> getting ready already. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. That's cool. I'm getting. No, oh, I'm excited. We've already got a few a few tickets for games purchased. We're ready to go. We're, yeah, we've got. We've got our tickets. We're excited. We're going to be a sponsorship at Roger Dean. Nice. The stadium, Hobby Card Shop, will be there. We're going to be sponsoring nice. the Play Ball Kid. A lot of banners on the outfield wall. So we're we're excited for it to get here. Have you hired anybody? You're going to need it. It's 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 probably it's probably coming to a uh, theater near us. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need it. We brought my parents down a couple weeks ago to uh, teach them how to run the register here, so they can help us with spring training a little bit. So a little, 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 little reversal of roles from used to work for them now <laughs> they can come down here and work at the shop for us. I love it. Um, all right, back to players. Brendan Donovan, that's my type of player. 
gritty, hardworking dude is going to play defense regardless not, of where you put him. Not this guy that was supposed to be this uber prospect that everyone was talking about. He's just come up and he's done his job mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. He just he's he's what a Cardinal player should be. I love those type of guys. Folks like him, Tommy Edmond is one of those. Speaking of, my personal opinion, I'm not going to put my opinion in anybody else's mouth. Tommy Edmond is our best defensive second baseman, our best defensive shortstop, and probably our def- best defensive outfielder in all three positions. I mean, I think he can win a gold glove in center field this year. 100%. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Look what he did with the once he got the full-time starting center field job. I mean, yeah. he's as good as anyone in baseball. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped to see him hopefully have a little bit more of a regular yep. spot and hopefully get his offense coming back up a little bit because he's got that ability. Well, and I think having him keyed into a position, hopefully, in theory, yeah. not switching positions every other game, will kind of allow him to... It's fewer variables. Yeah, it's exactly. Less things to worry about. Yeah, it gives him the opportunity to really focus on his bat. I mean, we know what he brings to the game defensively. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, did you want a coffee? I'm, a, I'm okay. I'm a Red Bull guy. I just, I just, I've, oh had, my God. I've had my fill for the morning already. Coffee, man. That's what I'm doing. I, I think at some point I need to get into coffee. It's just. So what about, um, let's talk about one guy that's gone, Tyler O'Neill. What are your thoughts there? It's, it's an enigma almost because we saw what he did when he was healthy and he had his first, his breakout. Mm-hmm. He was. He was unbelievable, but we never saw that again. And any Cardinal fan we're going to have in the back of our mind, oh, God, is he going to be the next Randy Rosarine? Is he going to uh-huh. be the next Adelis Garcia? Is, uh-huh. Did we get away the wrong one again? Um, and so We've had a lot of those recently, and you just named a couple of them. It's, we used to win <laughs> trades. It's been a, we've been on the losing end a couple times lately, and it's, uh-huh. yeah, I think it makes the organization gun-shy on moving guys because sure. they see what's happened. They see guys go win championship MVPs, see guys get MVP votes that yeah, were yeah. on our roster that we just gave up on too soon. So I think that Tyler O'Neill thing's always gonna be in the back of your head. Um, we'll see. I, I he give... kinda embodies for me some of the struggles that we've had as a team, in my mind, basically since 2011 and, and before, but especially since then because Every year, it's like, okay, we've got the guys, we've got the talent, we've got usually enough pitching, we've got the defense, we've got the offense, everyone's got potential, everyone's got ability, we just got to put it together. And then people don't live up to their potential, yep. people have a bad year, injuries come around, and it falls well, I think last year was a culmination of all of that. I mean, <laughs> what, what yeah. could go wrong went wrong last year Absolutely. across the board. Absolutely. I don't think there was anything... I don't think there was a team performed in any way what the team was expecting, ownership yeah. was expecting going into the season. Uh, I think every Cardinal fan, I know I do, has that concern about this season still. Uh, yes, we plugged holes. Yes, we have a, a much more mature veteran starting rotation. We've thrown a lot of darts at the board for the bullpen. That, that actually is a concern I, for everybody now because it, our starting rotation is so freaking old. old. <laughs> I mean, a couple injuries and we're back to... We're going to have Zach Thompson starting again, Libertor starting again. It's, it's, it's a concern that we'll be right back in that same position again. I really wish they would have gone out to get a couple other arms, whether that's free agent or trade, what have you. And granted, okay, yes, something could still happen. But I don't think it's going to. 
For me, it's let's get another top half rotation starter, yeah. and let's go get a solid reliever. We don't need a Josh Hader yeah. or something like that, but we need somebody well, who can step in and be reliable. And I, I mean, I think you look at them signing Josh James the other day to a minor. I mean, I think that unfortunately, as a Cardinal fan, how I look at it just tells me we're just fine tuning at this point. There's yeah. not going to be any more major additions. Yeah. Um, I actually like signings like that oh, I, in addition to in addition a to, larger absolutely, signing absolutely. too. So we did go out, we got Sonny Gray. I'm a big well, fan of that. I don't I think he's going to be a world beater, but the dude's going to show up, he's going to work hard, he's going to perform, he's going to get his innings, and he's going to get his wins. Yep. I, so I know he's going to show up and do well. Um, like Lance Lynn, I feel good about that. We're signing him off of a down year. Yep. He's been a Cardinal before. He knows he what knows, it means. Yep. He knows that we basically demand winning yep. and putting in the work. And, you know, I like having him I there. I like local kid in Gibson. I mean, he's, I mean, you want quality starts. That's what they went and did. Yeah. We can shorten games, make them three-inning games. That's right. Changes the ball game. That's right. 100%. And one thing I'm excited about, Sonny Gray, he did his uh, introductory conference at Winter Warm-Up with his son, they're big card collectors. So I'm, uh, I'm hoping to see him and his son. I didn't see your logo on that, on that conference. Yeah, that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> All right, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts on Ollie? <sighs> Old Marmol. Um, I like, I like Ollie. I think he's a great manager. You seem I think a little torn. I'm, I am torn. I think, I think what the Cardinals have done is they have put they put the pressure on him. He knows that he's going to have to succeed. Daniel Descalso, he's going to be a manager in the majors one day. I'm excited. Yadier Molina, he's gonna, I love it. Love it. I think he's going to be a great bench coach. Yeah. That was honestly one of my favorite signings of the winter. Sorry, side note real quick. Skip Schumacher, one of my favorite players. I hate that he's managing the Marlins, but I'm so happy for him. I could not agree All right, more. Sorry, go hold, on. Hold We're talking about holding back in part already. <laughs> someday. Uh, I, I think Ollie's got a lot of pressure on him. I think he knows it. I mean, look at any of the interviews he's done. He's not running from it. He mm-hmm. knows he knows the pressure to win in this organization. Another under 500 year for the St. Louis Cardinals is not acceptable. Right. They're not a they're not a downtrodden franchise. It's yeah. it's playoffs or bust for this team. I do feel like ownership I, I really like some of their decisions from a business perspective. I like that they go for the the undervalued players but i do feel like they really should take the extra step here and there and go spend a little bit more money on some guys sometimes I mean, it has to be the right yeah, guy i love that it has to be the right situation how much they cost right. if they fit the organization that all matters but i do feel like that they mm, they decide not to go for some folks when i wish they would i i don't see the cardinals ever under the DeWitt ownership, being the team that'll go out and sign a $300 million player. This is not who they are. Um, They've talked about trying to get some folks that fit that category, I mean, and I am glad they didn't work I, out. I mean, look at some of these guys that they were in on that. I mean, imagine a David Price when we were in that sweepstakes. Stanton? Stanton. That would have been I mean, a nightmare. Those would have been anchors to this franchise. Um, but at the same time, you've got to take a chance sometimes. We can't just mm-hmm. sit back and... Jordan Montgomery is still sitting on the open market. Dude, that's the one guy I want right now. Immediately, we are we're a playoff team with him on the roster. Agreed. There's not even a question. Agreed. 100%. It's, but 
as a cardinal fan, we've been trained that they're not going to go do this. They don't go make those splashes late. They don't. They're gonna. They're gonna throw their darts at the board and hope yeah. that between the five darts, that three of them turn out. Yeah. It has yeah. been weird outside of the cardinal organization, baseball as a whole. Why is the pitching market so slow? It's slow. Like it's Montgomery. Dude's shown himself to be a very capable starter, if not maybe pitchers, a number one. Pitchers and catchers report in two weeks. The guy's not Why is he not on a team? Like, it's baffling to me. In my yeah. opinion, I figured he was probably one of the top five targets for teams. You this can't year. tell me the Cardinals going to go get him a one-year, $30 million deal and say, let's go be a... From his perspective, if, if I'm him, that doesn't work out well for me because I just had a you really had a good really year good and a half. Right. I need to cash need, in now. Yeah. I don't need to prove myself again. Yeah. But for the Cardinals' perspective, that'd be freaking great. Why not? Go, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we see what – we're not going to have the same five starters on April 1st that yeah. are going to be starting November 1st. Right. I mean, we had 13, I think, different starting pitchers last year. 13. Sounds slightly unstable. That's a, that's a large number. If you can cut that in half, I think you see a 90-win team. Oh, shit, yeah, 100%. It's just, are the old guys going to stay healthy? Are they going to be able to play a full season? I, I, I think the Cardinals are st stuck just thinking what they have is what they're going to have through the season and not supplementing that rotation, counting on guys like Libertor, Thompson. Uh, I mean, I think we might even see uh, someone like a Matt tragic what he did this past season in the minors a 2.2 era 130 plus strikeouts uh I, I think the cardinals are they're moving in the right direction but they're they're behind a lot of baseball on the pitching front um and, and that's been the franchises they've, they've been a pitch to contact team for years major league baseball has been shifting quickly away from a pitch to contact to a swing and miss sport if you can have guys that can swing. But that them, just means you need more pitchers. You need more because pitchers. Because you're to throw more pitches, yep. and you've got to have more arms in the bullpen. Yep, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a dichotomy. It's, it's um, yeah. All right. Um, let's see. I had something else I was going to say, and I forgot. Damn it. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, old Nuba. I... Love some Lars Newbar. I think he's got all the talent in the world. Is that I, a candy can... bar? Is that a player? What, is that? what are we talking about? It's Mr. GQ Japan. <laughs> I think he's got all the talent in the world if he can stay healthy. I mean, you look at his uh, non-baseball card numbers. Mm -hmm. He's in the top percentile of, I mean, <clears throat> you name the statistic, he is up there when he's healthy. I think last year... I think the World Baseball Classic pulled. Uh, I think it hurt the team. It was a it was a new team last oh, year, 100%. and just bringing in a new catcher and him not getting to catch. We had what seven or eleven players yep. out playing. Yep, most in baseball, and then they didn't get any springtime together. So I think that's going to be a huge change this year that they're actually yes. going to get a spring together get to work on the fundamentals that we saw go to the wayside last year. I hadn't thought about that in a while, but yeah, last year I definitely thought about it. That is, that has to be a thing. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, 
they just have to get back to the cardinal way. They have to get back to defense and base running and moving the runner. I mean, fundamentals. Look, fundamentals. Look, I mean, I think we were in the bottom ten in baseball in moving runners ahead, getting. Like, you want to talk? I think the team the batted under under one hundred with the bases loaded last year. Like that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. Uh, Anybody is always better with folks on base. Yeah. Is that a real number? Yeah. We gotta look that up. With less than two outs. That's absolutely terrible. I was not aware of that. The the fundamentals you are and it gets back to the Ollie. Like I think I think that comes back to the coaching staff mm-hmm. and management. Um, there's gotta be ownership there and hopefully having a full spring this year, not having guys gone all spring and getting to actually work on that stuff as a team. I, Hope and pray that we'll see the I hope they're doing fruits it. of that. I don't know enough about how he runs the organization, how he works with the team, the staff, and everybody. I do know that Larusa was big on the fundamentals and big on showing up, working hard, and doing everything you're supposed to do. Um, he was also really big on intentionally putting yourself yep. into pressure-packed situations. That way, you could get used to how it feels when you're there, and then all of a sudden, it's just normal. Yeah. And therefore, it kind of takes away some of that extra stress that shows up when, oh shit, it's the ninth inning, one out, we're down by two. It, you know, it removes some of that angst Bang, yep. that shows up when you're not used to it. Yep, I could not agree more. And I don't know if Ollie falls under that or not. I don't know how he does it, but we need, I mean, we need better results on the team. We've seen an Ollie division champion team, and we've seen Ollie last place. I mean, we've seen both ends of the spectrum there. Yep. Um, whether it's something in the middle or this is truly the manager he is or this is truly the manager he is, um, I, think, I think it's a make-or-break season for him. Uh, I do feel like he does a pretty good job I d- based I on my limited knowledge at this point I, in time. I agree. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Tony La Russa. I know that he rubbed some players the wrong way a little bit. But he won. Like two of my favorite players – Scott Rowland, Ozzie Smith, both of them kind of butted heads with him. Oh, yeah. And that bothers me because I I respect all of them so much. Yep. But he, the man got results. Exactly. At the he end of the day, he shows won. up and they get results. And I don't think it's fair to put it all on Ollie's shoulders either. No, it's not. You're really. talking about a lot of big changes. You're talking about the World Baseball Classic. Yep. You're talking about all of a sudden – Albert Pujols is gone. Yadier Molina is gone. Adam Wainwright is gone. These are these have been the pillars of the Cardinal organization for since decades. Albert showed up in yep. two thousand one. Yep. So I mean, you're talking over twenty like, years. You lose those voices in the locker room, guys that are true leaders that are used to being those vocal leaders, and then you go into a season with. Yes, you're hoping that a Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado mm-hmm. are going to be those voices and to an extent they are but they're not that yaya vocal leader that you're going to see out of a yadier molina chris carpenter mm-hmm. out of pools yeah uh, and i and i think that's and i think we've seen that in some of their moves this offseason lance lynn isn't going to let any of that slide he's going to be matt carpenter's not going to let any of that slide those guys are going to be the voice in the locker room yeah uh that frankly i think they miss even a descalso guys that have been there done that won that know how to get through a season, get to the playoffs, perform when you need to. I'm excited to see old Danny Boy and and what he does and how he impacts the team. And then the other thing that brings up for me is, okay, well, what is, how does that transition 
move forward again because Lance Lynn is 37, 38. 38. Matt Carpenter is 37. Yep. And, you know, neither one of them is going to be around for long, if more than a year. Right. And so, again, here in a year or two, we're going to be in the same spot. And Absolutely. so it's, okay, now who steps up? Now who does these things? And I'm, I'm not, and I don't think you are either. We're not saying that Goldie or Arenado or some of these guys are not leaders. They're not doing their part. Absolutely. But they're not necessarily the vocal right there's different kind of leaders i mean you're gonna have guys that are gonna lead by example and you're gonna have guys that are gonna grab you by the jersey and say that's not how we do it here you gotta have have both that that reminds me of uh chris carpenter back in the day uh brendan ryan (laughs) young athletic shortstop got a uh got a mouthful from Uh carpenter a couple times i remember that vividly carp I don't care what you say. Chris Carpenter is the reason why the Cardinals were successful at the end of 2011. There's no debate to it. He's the man that got yep. it done. Could not agree more. Um, Speaking of a team of Chris Carpenters with that mentality, you're going to win. Oh, shit, dude. You're going to win a lot of baseball games. That's right. And I Carp, think, Yachty, Albert. Yeah. Let's I, go. I think that's what they're trying to do. And I, I get fans saying, oh, we're just bringing back the old guys. They just think that we're going <laughs> to. But baseball teams have to have that. You, you have to... You have to bring the younger guys along with guys that have been there and done that and can show them the ropes. Um, well, dude, I know what I was like when I was 23, 24, 25. <laughs> I'm not running a baseball team. <laughs> no. That would have been a total no. shit show. I wasn't running myself at that point. Exactly. So, yeah. And aside from – not aside from. In addition to, there's roles on a baseball team, what you're doing on the field – and there's roles within the organization and the players themselves, the relationships you have yeah. and who helps who. I've been there. I've done this. I've been there. I've done this. Let's work together. Learn from each other. There's all of these things. Right. And, and so I, many variables. And I think that really plays into Ollie because he's the youngest manager in baseball. He came in. He takes the team to his playoffs the first year. The second year, worst franchise in 100 years for the Cardinals. What is the difference? That first year, he had vocal veteran leadership in that locker room. Mm-hmm. Guys that have won championships, guys that have won MVPs. Sorry about that. I think our neighbors, <laughs> our neighbors are. Yeah. And well, you, construction. Sorry, folks. You fast forward to 2023, and a lot of that's gone. Mm-hmm. A lot of that championship pedigree mm-hmm. that was there before leading the locker room is just gone. And then it's Ollie. Out those leaders expecting everyone to step up I think this year ownership has realized that by bringing in the coaching staff that yeah. they brought in bringing in the veteran players that they brought in uh, it's 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 a combination of the two and it's a it's a balancing act 100% 100% so I feel like I don't know what I feel when the Cardinals signed Wilson Contreras I was I had mixed opinions. A lot of people were like, "Oh my god, we're definitely going to take the central and we're we're going to make a deep run in the playoffs." And my instant gut thought reaction is still the same as it was then. Solid baseball player, better offense than Yachty, defense is not as good as Yachty. Why are we in a better position? I think we're about the same Dip, not even talking about personality, leadership qualities, running the pitching staff, things like that. What are your What are your thoughts? Where do you stand? You know, I think, and I hate to use it as a crutch, but Wilson came into a team last year with 
three quarters of the rotation gone. He didn't get to play with them until basically opening day. He had to learn, and then we get into the season and we see we see the comments coming out by Jack Flaherty, uh, whether they were meant or not. What that can do to a ball club, I think. I think that had a massive effect on the team. Uh, yes. Whether purposely or on accident throwing a teammate under the bus like that, a new player on the team that is supposed to be your catcher for the future, right. taking over from a, quite literally a franchise icon. Uh, it's a tough spot to be put in. And then, you know, to his credit, though, opening day, dude comes out with cleats <laughs> on a uh, Yeah. Classy move and a smart move. Smart, let's yeah. be honest. Well, and I, th- I think we're going to see Wilson grow. I think having Yachty back there in his ear, helping him out, uh, getting a full spring of getting to work with his pitchers, get that repertoire. Uh, I think we're going to see a different Wilson Contreras this year. His end of the season. End of the he season. Picked it yeah, up. He did. Something clicked. He turned it around. Yep. He started feeling better. We know he's a quality ball player. He's been playing good baseball for, what, seven, eight years yeah. now? And, and it's not fair to him to expect him to come in and be Yadier Molina. There, nobody is. That's right. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He, I saw a really cool stat the other day uh, talking about since Yadi came into the league, the, attempt, the amount of attempted stolen bases against teams. The Cardinals have, in the last 20 years, have 1,400 stolen base attempts against him. Number two has over 2,000. Mm-hmm. 600 total stolen base attempts fewer than any other baseball team. So I think that in and of itself is going to take some time for the franchise because they're going to – Yachty's not around. We're going to be like any other team from an aspect of teams are going to start stealing against us more. Teams are going to start taking mm-hmm. – he changed the way the game was played for decades. Uh, and I think even his final year, his – Throwout percentage or whatever they call it was so over forty percent. Yeah, so over forty percent, and the dude had already caught over eighteen thousand yeah. innings. It's not fair to Wilson to think he should come in and be the next. He's he's the next Wilson Contreras, and I think I think the fan base uh, needs to give him that opportunity because yeah. he he's one of the best catchers in baseball, and we just have to give him. I think he's going to be solid. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I don't honestly have any concerns. I don't have any concerns. I'm excited about Ivan Herrera. I think I am too. I'm not gonna lie to you though. I'm a little sad that uh, Kisner, I'm, Kisner, however you say yeah. his name. I'm sad that Andrew's gone. I am too. I he was. He was. He was. By a, the way, his girlfriend loves him. I just we ran into him at Chipotle a couple weeks <laughs> ago. You? Yeah. All right. Uh, He's a good dude. He plays hard. He shows up. I mean, yeah. He had his best year last year. I, I get it. I I was a big kid support. I don't mind him, but. From Cardinals team, I totally get it. They yeah. weren't going to go to arbitration with him. They've got a catcher coming up. They yeah. weren't going to spend a million dollars on a backup catcher. I get it. Yeah. Um, sorry to see him go. I'm definitely I, sorry I to see him go. I want him to have a great year. I, I absolutely wish him the best of luck, for sure. All right. You said arbitration. Tommy Edmond avoided arbitration. Thank, Thank you, Cardinals. Uh, I've heard too many stories of guys going into these courtrooms and being told by their organization, uh-huh. the team they play for, all the things that are wrong with them and why they're not worth the money they want to earn. Of course it screws <laughs> them up in the head. Yeah, they're going to be terrible after that. And thank God Tommy did not have to go through that I, because he is a very important piece of this team. Well, not that uh, he was injured, I get it, but I mean, look what they had to do with Ryan Housley last year. They had to go in and just basically talk down to him, like, that's gonna affect a player's and it did. mental makeup. It's 
He did not, not have a great year. No, he did not. I mean, he had a, a fair year, but he couldn't. I mean, it, he was it's not what any of us were expecting. Right. At the end of the day, and whether that arbitration process played into it or not, it's That's anybody's right. guess. But well, and so it's not my money to throw around, but if we're talking, you know, a few hundred thousand, maybe a million dollars, like. Dude, we need a team. What were we a part of? We need good players. Everyone's working together. Let's just make it happen. Let's work together. I think Tommy was a hundred grand. They were a part. Again, thankfully. I was thinking like two or three. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, they came together and didn't have to go. But the the whole file and take it to trial. Like these are these are your guys. Like they've come up through the entire organization. Why do you want to build that animosity between each other, John? If you're listening. Can we talk about that? Let's come up with another <laughs> way up, yeah. to do this. I, I, I would think that uh, the the franchise has seen in the past how that affects players and wants to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we did with Tommy. Mm-hmm. Did not want to see that one go to arbitration. I like it. And now we have him for two years. We don't have to worry about it next year. All right. Um, we're going to have to wrap this up here soon. Not yet, but anything else you want to talk about current day stuff that's going on at the moment? Current day. Um, you know, we were talking, uh, before it's not really current day, uh, right. but we were just talking about cardinal memories and stuff, stuff before we came on and, uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Come on. Hit me. One thing I kind of, last year, my wife and son and I decided to, or not last year, the year before Albert's last season, okay. uh, decided to try to follow Albert along and go chase number 700, so. So what does that mean? How far did you follow him and where? Uh, to the ends of the earth? So we uh, we were kind of looking at the schedule and seeing when it could possibly happen, and we have family that lives out in San Diego, and we. Okay, so he'd already turned it on Yeah. at this point. How far in front did you start talking, having this conversation? Uh, around 690, Okay, probably. all right. All right, we can probably make this work he got to 698 and we're like we gotta go plane tickets. we got plane tickets we went <laughs> to san diego uh they played three games in san diego didn't hit any home runs we're like well we're already in california they play in la next mm-hmm. let's head north and go to la okay. so we uh we went up to la uh got tickets out in left field and uh playing the odds <laughs> playing the odds and <laughs> Albert's first at bat, six ninety nine, lands about twenty rows behind us. Oh, like, Jesus. oh my gosh, uh, that's incredible! Fast forward two at bats, and we're there for number seven hundred. It was one of the coolest cardinal memories ever. Just to be able to, you know, I grew up with Albert. Like to follow him and get to see number seven hundred in person, pretty cool. That's amazing. I love that. I absolutely love that. My only story with a ball coming anywhere near me that was fun is uh, I was at the ballpark in Arlington, which yep. is now, I don't think, there anymore. Or if it is, it's not being used. Yeah, I don't think it is. I, uh, so I grew up in Texas. My dad got tickets through his work, and we're at a Rangers game. They got box seats, and I took my glove. I'm like, I don't know, 12 years old or however old I am. And I'm sitting out there for innings with my glove. And, you know, there's like a 0.1% <laughs> chance of balls yeah. coming anywhere near me. And I get, I get tired. I'm like, eh, screw this. I'm going to go get some food. So I walk inside and grab some food. And of course, right then, foul ball comes up, hits my glove while I'm inside, and one of the other guy's kids grabs Gets it. it. And it's like, well, one meant to be, I guess. All right. I've, uh, I've, I've gotten <clears throat> caught a couple balls a game. I got kind of lucky through the years. Yeah. 
I've not gotten Unfortunately, not 700. <laughs> I don't know what that was worth, but you know he got some cool Oh, man. Shit. Security grabbed him so quick. They're <laughs> on him, taking him out of the stadium. There was one section over from us. I got it all in video. It was pretty Kicked cool. out of the game for yeah. trouble. <laughs> I'd take that one for number 700. That's awesome. I love it. All right, remind me. Where, where are we? What is your business? What do you do? We are at the Hobby Card Shop. We... Uh, we are a sports card and memorabilia shop. We sell mm -hmm. boxes, individual cards, memorabilia, team paraphernalia. Um, paraphernalia, ooh, sounds a lot risky. T-shirts, jerseys, bags. I love it. Uh, We're right here in Jupiter, Florida. We are down the street from Roger Dean Stadium where all the magic is gonna start happening here in about two, two weeks, weeks. y'all. I think it's already started on my well, way in. I saw some Marlins players out on the backfield. Daily for the past couple of weeks, been seeing players either walk by the store, out on the fields. They're they're arriving in town, getting ready. Let's do it, man! It's going to be awesome. Well, um, I hope that you will have us back. We would love more. to have you back. Talk some Come baseball. Come back when spring training is going and little red beards. I love little it. red birds. I love it. All right, thanks, y'all. Thank have you, everybody. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Thank you. Hey y'all, thank you so much once again for joining us for this episode of Redbeard Talks Redbirds Podcast. Make sure you go over there and hit like and subscribe for this channel. And don't forget to hit that notification button. Make sure you don't miss the next episode. Let's go Cardinals!